0: I know you got something to say.
1: Right, right. Now that you what said that, that, I got something to say. <laughs> so from right. from villages to privileges is finally what out. Is that? You can now pre-order your own sweatshirt, okay. sweatpants, t-shirt, mm-hmm. and a lot of the sizes are out of stock Y'all already, late. sold out. Y'all late. Y'all a little bit late. Mm-hmm. So try getting it before the actual sale goes up and I start shipping out orders. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm saying is that we got limited quantities. Yeah, we do. And I've been working on it for months. And also the holiday season is coming up. And what are you going to get your boo thing? Right. What are you going to get your what mother? Are you gonna get what are you going to get your what girlfriend you get that's white and lives across the right. country?
0: Absolutely. Well, let me tell you. Absolutely.
1: You going to get something <laughs> from Labyrinthab.com. That's <laughs> Say what. Say it again. Where is it from? Labyrinthapp.com. Oh, my God. And for my difficult dish listeners.
0: Oh, oh hold I on. Thought, I
1: thought. I thought we we'll were We were done. A little you promo thought we were code. Done. We're not done. We're gonna do a little promo code. Right. Type in difficult dish at checkout. Oh, no, dash, no dash. Just difficult dish. That. And you'll get
0: 15% fifteen percent off 15, your whole order. 15. <laughs>
1: 15. <laughs> fifteen. My God. Should I increase it? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll keep it a fifteen. Yes,
0: sir.
1: Add difficult dish uh-huh. at checkout. Mm-hmm. And you'll get 15% off. Oh, get it before you get sold oh, out. Sorry, so That's all so, I'm no.
0: saying. One of my, one of my clients uh, tried getting me married to their daughter uh, the other day.
1: Why'd you have to include that uh, part? <laughs> no, continues. You have so much more No, to that's
0: say. all I got to say. Go ahead. That's all I have to yeah. say. All right. Th- welcome back to our podcast, guys. Welcome back to difficult Dish, a podcast where we talk about different South Asian narratives. My name is Mosh Noon.
1: I am Mahua. All right, so today we're talking about some of the privileges that we've learned to get used to recently, just because Mashun and I have grown up in not well-off families, but also not completely dirt poor. I don't want to you know, make the assumption that we're like on the bottom of the whole mm-hmm. class pyramid, whatever, but we didn't have that much money growing up, and it did cause us to take a lot of shortcuts growing up. So now that we're kind of experiencing the finer things in life cuz we moved out, we don't really know how to act because these mm-hmm. are th- things that so many people take for granted and so many people just have normally every single day, but now that we're consuming it after 23 years of living, it feels so crazy to like experience it.
0: And I think it's important to to talk about in like a broader sense in that, you know, just just recognizing what you have being humble and it's like just learning about the different privileges and like status levels within the brown community like obviously we can go on and on about privilege in in the like grander sense of things of the whole universe but like at least in the brown community having money and like having the things that we're gonna speak about from birth is is like something that a lot of us don't experience and it's You know, it takes a lot of humility to recognize what you do have, but it's so important if you really want to grow and develop as a person. You know, there's so many things that we didn't have growing up that other kids did have. And like all of this sounds like so simple, but it's like the people who are a part of that group have no idea what it's like to not have it because they've never not had it.
1: And it really just makes makes you more grateful and makes you appreciate the little things in life. Because the things that we're going to be talking about in this episode aren't big things. It's not like, oh, we didn't have a car growing up and now we have a car. It's not that. We're talking about literally just buying berries now because we have that extra money. or just turning on the AC because we're able to. And it's just the simple things and realizing that and just being so much more grateful for the the process of your life and where you are now where you came from and it also makes you more motivated to help out your family back home help out your family here and just allow them to also experience these little things that you're experiencing
0: now so i guess i guess we can just start talking about about our points um you want to go first you want me to go first you can go first first. why not so like i think what when you first thought about this topic. I I have so many things I can bring up. Um but I think one of them that like really is like really sensitive to me is not sensitive but like I hold it close is like my neighborhood, my streets, like growing up, they they were just recently renovated. Like they were just recently redone within the last few years, but for my whole childhood and for my whole time in high school like I, my my streets in my neighborhood were, were they were so bad bro like they were like you would get flat tires from just driving because it was so rocky there were just so many just like there was so much glass it was so dirty it was just like so much like just shit on the on the road and like you know when like I've had like my bike tires top you know i've I've tripped on nothing just on the road. Like if you're going too slow, like you just trip because it's just there's just so much. I'm just like up like the rocks. It's just rocks, mm-hmm. you know. It's gravel. it's like not even gravel. Like it's it's not like smooth at all. It's very rough. And like back then, I used to longboard a lot, and it was such a struggle because like you know you know when you go on like a sidewalk and and also keep in mind I didn't have sidewalks. I, my neighborhood still don't have sidewalks. Like, I did not have sidewalks to walk on. We didn't have sidewalks to, to bike on To for our dogs to walk on. Imagine, like, all the dogs that had to walk on that shit because we didn't have sidewalks so in our bad. street. So So dangerous. And it's, like, the longboarding would – like, you know how, like, you kick a couple times and, like, you can stay on the board for maybe, like, 15 seconds because the road is, like, smooth? Bro, you would kick, like, a couple times and, like, you would have to immediately start kicking, and kicking again because the road is that rough. And, like, there were so many times where, like, bro, like, I've tripped on nothing. I've cut up my legs so much. Like, just so much shit. And it's, like, that's that's such a, a small thing that kids who, like, have smooth, normal roads don't even recognize. Like, I used to love being outside. I used to love longboarding and riding my bike. But I was always just – literally, I was scared to. Like, I was scared to fall at some point. I had – like, even to this day, I have so many just marks on my body that's just – from falling from back then like Mm. I've like I've bled so many times on that street it's it's really sad for like all the kids who just want to spend some time outside but they're just getting hurt by by just just trying to play and, and do nothing you know and like we didn't have sidewalks or anything and yeah and so when I moved out downtown like I love I love going on a walk now like I love taking my skateboard out and like I can I can skateboard on the sidewalk there's sidewalks here right that's crazy it's such a it's such a small thing but it's such a big Mm -hmm. thing like having sidewalks like i it's yeah
1: i feel like acknowledging these little things that no one understands besides the person that goes through it and a lot of people don't even understand how big it is even if they are little things but it just makes you so introspective and it makes you so much more mindful and grateful like what i said just like Thinking about what you have and what you didn't have before.
0: Why Why do you feel like, like, we understand why it's important to be humble. But, like, how do you convince somebody who doesn't understand, like, the power in being humble? Like, what if they're just like, I don't need to know this kind of thing? Like, how do you get somebody out of that? Or, like, is that possible? Do they just kind of have to find, like, their own way out of it?
1: I think when people experience the worst time in their life or when they experience a really big downfall, yeah. that's when they start gaining perspective and that's when they start gaining the other side of things, you know, an idea of the other side of things. But I don't think it's a taught thing. I think it's something that people have to experience on their own and you either have it or you don't, but it's, it's a learned
0: thing. Kind of off topic, but still kind of in the same topic. Um, A couple weeks ago, I had this kid that went to, like, a different high school than me, but we were in, like, a similar friend group. He, his family is, like, very racist. Like, he's very white, grew up in a very nice neighborhood. Um, He said the N-word a lot with the hard R. Um, But, like, we were in, like, the gaming. We played video games together. And, like, at that time, like, and even, like, today, like, it's, that shit is said. And it's just, like gaming culture which is stupid but like they used to say it heavy and like i never said anything because obviously when i was like 14 i didn't understand and like he texted me a couple weeks ago with like a long ass apology of like basically saying like hey like i'm not like that no more and i know that i can never like revert the future but like i'm doing everything in my ability to like grow from that and like i want you to know that like i'm not like that anymore and I haven't talked to this kid in years kind of thing. So that that just goes on to say, like connecting to what I said before, it's like, I, I guess it is something that people just got to encounter on their own, right? Like it's something that they just got to go through and figure out themselves.
1: Yeah, it's your own journey. Like right now I live in a nice apartment. You know, I have a lot of utilities in my apartment and I'm paying a good amount or a good amount that I can pay for by myself. Yeah. But the The people that I'm surrounded by, I have a lot of um, Hispanic people in my community, and a lot of them are immigrants. And there's a lot of halal carts. There's a lot of Dominican shops around me. There's a lot of, yeah. you know, immigrant-oriented shops. And it's yeah. kind of uh, low class or uh, lower middle class, and you can tell that they don't earn a lot of money. Yeah, and I feel so privilege to be in a community like this but it's also so humbling and so sad when I see people um, begging for money or like you know just sitting on the side of the road because they have nothing else to do and you know I don't want to make it sound like I live in like a poor area or anything but it just like really puts things into perspective when you move from a place that has more money they're known to have more money in that community And then you move from the suburbs and suburbs into like the boroughs. And it just really like puts things into perspective, you know, Mm -hmm. like I see a homeless guy every single day at the same spot and I'm like crying. And then he's like usually the same person to give money to. But it's like these little things. Once you start appreciating the little things in your life, like what we're talking about right now, it just makes you more giving and it makes you understand your position in life and what you're, Like what your calling is, you know, it just makes you want to help people more. Exactly. You know, use your resources in a better way.
0: Like building on top of that, like you saying the thing about the homeless guy, like, uh, like another quick story, when I was like 15, me and my friends used to come downtown with like our cameras and just take pictures of stuff. And we saw this homeless guy. And, like, we talked to him for, like, two hours, and we took pictures with him. And it was, like, this whole, like, fun thing. Like, we were, we were kids, and we are like, experiencing this thing. I see the same homeless guy every single day on my walk to work. And, like, he's always, like, yelling, and, like, he's always being a dick. And and it's, like, I look at him, and I'm just, like, like, he's one of those figures in my life. And, like, I'll go up and talk to him one day and, like, tell him about, like, asking me if he remembers me from eight years ago. And, like, we make eye contact a lot because I see him every day, like, not, like... Like, I didn't mean that like figuratively. Like and and it's just crazy because I look at him and and just his like embodiment embodiment reminds me of of like being fifteen and recognizing how far I've come and how unfortunate it unfortunate it is for a lot of people who are still stuck there, you know, and it's like that kind of stuff is what pushes me to to go harder and to keep working.
1: One of the things that I've recently encountered now that i've moved out is the concept of like having heat just Mm. readily available like whenever i talk to my mom on the phone every single day she tells me how she can't turn on the heat yet because it's not cold enough even though it's like in the 50s now or Mm -hmm. even the 40s at nighttime so it's pretty cold and it's colder in the house than outside sometimes but she doesn't feel like she can turn on the heat now because it hasn't started snowing yet and like there's no need to waste heat and, right like, pay extra bills for just her and my dad at home right because i'm not there anymore so it's crazy that like i also grew up with that mentality because even when we did turn on the heat you know it was hot but we weren't allowed to put it up too high because that would increase the bill and those are just like some of the things that we had to do to like you know just reduce the bills and yeah. like just do things like that and now that i'm in my apartment i have heat and they turned it on literally i think even before fall started like it's mm. so hot now <laughs> and now i have like the opposite where it's like so freaking hot i can't sleep and it's it's so crazy because i've never had that option of just having heat on which it's crazy i'm
0: the same but like the opposite like you know that like florida gets so so hot in in the summer and in the fall and in the spring and even in the winter (laughs) even in the winter it's hot (laughs) and and growing up like we only put the ac on like during the day when it was like at its hottest and like the thing with the thing with florida is like my ac was not strong enough and the florida heat was too strong to where like the, the the sun was stronger than my air conditioner like
1: yeah, I remember you like my. So, like, I like dead.
0: I stopped sleeping in my own room because it faces directly at the yeah. like at the sun. Whereas my That's sister That's why your has... windows
1: were always closed.
0: Exactly, and like everybody's like, like you were always like, "Why do you work in the dark?" If I open these windows, bro, I'm gonna be sweating my head off. Like it, it's mm-hmm. so bad, and I like we the AC was just not strong enough. Even if we did want to turn it on, like there was just one day and in, in, during COVID, like I you remember this. Like our, our AC was broken and like, it was just kept running, but like not cold. It was just blowing hot air. And our, ang- and our bill for that month was like $600 and my mom flipped out, like flipped out. And like, we're good now. We're able to pay like a bill that's like that high, but I feel like she flipped out so much. Cause like, it just might've like, just triggered like a time where like, we like where we couldn't pay that kind of thing like she got so just heated from seeing that
1: it's crazy like growing up in the family so we did because that just reminds me of another story where i had a um an orthodontist appointment when i had braces or when i was taking it off and there was a copay for that visit of like 40 dollars. yeah but it wasn't mentioned anywhere because we usually have our insurance cover everything and my mom like freaked out and she flipped out at the receptionist and at that time i was like 16 so mm-hmm. i was really embarrassed and i was like what the hell why is she acting like that over 40 dollars?" but in that time we were in like a really bad financial spot so that was a lot for yeah. you know everything that we were going through so it's just crazy how like you know now if that happened to us like i can just easily pay for the 40 dollars. it's fine yeah. like i wouldn't make a big deal out of it but it's crazy how like when you're in that position back then you were like forced to be on survival mode it's just, like, those are things you grew up with, you know? Like, you never even had the option of, like, being at peace or, like, just doing things easily because that's not what you grew up with.
0: It, and it's also just, like, so, like, disheartening just knowing that there are kids like us who, like, just, they they don't get this, right? Like, they don't get the fear of not being able to pay for something. And, like a, like, stronger than that, just, like, how angry... We, we've seen our parents get from high bills from us doing something that could waste money. And like, we get mad at them because all we see is anger. But like, we're too young to understand where that anger is coming from. And now that we're older, like we both got our own places. And like, now, like sometimes even like when, when like I leave the AC on, when I go home or when I leave the house and I come home, I'm always like, damn, i left the AC on. And then I'll just like, think for a second. I'm like, this is what my mom used to get really upset with you know like yeah. this is what she used to get like really really upset with like when i leave like the water on for too long like this one time i was, I was like on my laptop but i kept the faucet on in my sink just to like water my plant and i kept it on for a few minutes and i went back and i was like oh shit i always thought i was like Yo, my mom would have like beat me if i did this yeah
1: i still get mad over things like that too like mashun knows i am very particular about certain things and i'm like I hate being wasteful. My mom always taught me never to waste not even like a grain of rice because that can feed a bird, you know, like it'll feed a whole family of birds. And so I'm very like particular about certain things. And I don't like just like wasting things, wasting money, wasting time, wasting water. I don't leave the just like anything running for no reason, the lights, you know, and I think that type of situation what we grew up in is what taught us to be like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Like my dad sometimes, like this is TMI. He sometimes he doesn't flush. Yeah. Because like he's trying to not get the bill up high.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I I used to do the same same thing.
1: Like, you know how crazy it is That's to crazy. think like that? And now I'm just able to flush whenever?
0: And I I think like what what's the crazy part is like that one flush doesn't make much of a difference to your water bill. Right. Well, it's a few like a cent or two, but it's like just the action of it and just like the thought that like th- like doing this action is going to make me pay more money. If I cannot do this action, I'm not going to do it kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. e- like no matter what it could be like a cent or it can be like $100, like no matter what it is, like they're trying their hardest to avoid
1: but it's it's crazy like going back to this how they're so frugal with doing basic necessity things like that not Mm -hmm. flushing not buying like you know something a better quality like better toilet paper Mm -hmm. because they want to get the cheaper one but it's also like my parents gave me everything that i wanted yeah like my parents literally always bought like the best foods for me all the best snacks they they provided like a lot for me where I didn't have to really worry. They always bought like extra clothing for me from Macy's whenever they went, and I never asked for any of the things they they got me. But they got it with, got it for me without even complaining, even though they weren't making that much money.
0: And I think that's like the grander message in this is like mm-hmm. your parents would do anything for you. You know, like literally, like no matter how how hurtful it is for them, like how I, like no matter how big of a hole it puts them in like Mm -hmm. making their kids happy is is all that matters
1: yeah so yesterday i went to anik khan's book signing in the city and he was talking about his whole experience with being an immigrant and his his dad being an immigrant his parents being an immigrant and i really resonated with the fact that his dad's a taxi driver and it's crazy how there's so many immigrant stories of people of the parents suffering and struggling, but literally doing everything that they, that they can to provide for their kids. And I was talking to um, my other friend and I was, he was telling me how his dad came to the Americas without really anything, which is very common. Mm -hmm. And our, their whole identity is based on their kids. Like they feel like they're not worthy without their kids. Which is crazy because, like, we're taught to have our own identity without, you know, someone else attached to it. But it's like, like, they they just left their home. They, they left everything in their home country to come here, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, if we were asked to do that, I don't think I'd be able to just leave everything and start a whole new life in a whole different country. Exactly. So, I don't know. So, what I'm saying is just, like, these little things that we're getting used to now I really hope that it doesn't become like a normalized thing in our thing in our lives because it really wasn't before and now that we're experiencing it more on like a daily basis I hope that our past still remains with us and I hope this just like helps us appreciate life more
0: I think I mean like you know I I can't speak for you but I know for myself like I'm I'm always gonna stay true to myself you know like I'm always gonna go get a mcchicken whenever i want one like i'm always gonna go like you love
1: your mcchicken you know
0: like i like I, i'm never gonna forget my roots and i think that's just me you know that's that's not even something i second guess like i'll sit outside my balcony i'll just like be looking outside like my my balcony faces the highway that i used to drive on to go to work every day kind of thing so i'm, I'm just look out and like that's all i think about
1: it's crazy like my fire escape and the window that i sit on every night it faces the hospital that i was born. Yeah. So it's like literally full circle to see can't like where it. where i grew up, where i moved to to have a better life and then where i came back to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that i mean that that's me in a nutshell. I mean i i'm always thinking about like how far i've come and even if i lose sight of it sometimes like for like it, it's it's not going nowhere. Like it's always there. So as you guys know, um we post on our Instagram the topic that we're going to be speaking about in our future episode just to get some insight from you guys. And if you're not following us on Instagram or Disney today, our Instagram is at difficultish add difficult difficult-ish. one more time heard. add, add difficult one more time <laughs> <laughs> <Add> difficult- <laughs> okay okay so so yeah we just said you know what are some what are some of your guys' little privileges we want to know what it is that, that you guys also um are recognizing now and we got a good amount of responses and and we'll go through some real quick one of them is buying good quality clothing absolutely i mean as a boy with 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 no type of money, I was going up to Goodwill all the time and and buying buying thrifted clothing and my mom would always get upset with me cuz like, you know, she she would buy me good clothing if I really if like I really really wanted it, but she always like tried not to because it is expensive. So, I I spent a, a lot of my time at Goodwill and I mean, like even nowadays I still go to Goodwill, but in a different sense, but like now like it 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 is it is crazy to think that you know I can go buy something nice right now if I wanted like I don't have to I don't have to go get something secondhand like I can go buy like a nice tailored suit right now if I really wanted one or like you know all right
1: big guy listen
0: listen <laughs> but like for my prom like I had to go to the sales section like I had to go to Goodwill to try to find trousers like my dress shoes were like eighteen dollars from like Marshalls and shit like
1: yeah. My parents love, and a lot of brown parents, they love Macy so much because mm-hmm. of the coupons and the discounts, right? Yeah. So it's not like we had bad quality clothing, but we always had to wait for the sales. And we also shopped a lot at like Forever 21 and mm-hmm. those fast fashion type yeah, of stores. We don't do that no more. No, we don't do that no more. We're you ethical know? now. My dad loves Gap and Old Navy <laughs> and um, Banana Republic, you know, dads. And Gucci. So- your dad
0: loves gucci
1: my dad does not have one single gucci thing I don't he's know about to i'm gonna get like...
0: gucci bucket hat
1: my dad loves his black air Force. i'm gonna
0: get a gucci bucket and some gucci has... flip-flops
1: my dad is so cute he has these blue jeans with stars on them <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do too i'm gonna Where? match with him well they're not stars they're just white dots that look like stars. so why do you lie they're the same thing
1: no Can, can't but say. anyways he wears that on the 4th of July to be really festive. <laughs> but he also wears that to work. So, you know, there's no in between. So, anyways, um, so buying good quality clothing is so crazy to me because I was so used to just waiting on the coupons and just using, you know, my $5 off yes, sir. at Macy's. Yes, sir. But now I can actually buy good quality clothing for a higher price, even though I don't do that. Right, I don't you really still like so don't. Yeah, I don't do that. Like I said, I don't like you spending money. You hate
0: spending money.
1: Yeah, as I said, I'm very frugal. I don't like spending money. Yeah. It's just what I grew up with. I don't know how to do self care with money. I so if it's something free, I'm I'm on board.
0: I don't know why. Like, even when I didn't have money, I love spending money. But like, yeah, I love spending like money that. on like the experience. Like, I'll spend like money on a good coffee, on like a nice dinner. I'll leave with zero dollars in my bank account, but I ain't not care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because like. I feel so guilty when I spend money. I get my nails done like once a year. I'm crying. I'm I'm crying at the nail salon. Tell me why $70 is out of my pocket right away for for nails. I wanted to get one gem. (laughs) Tell me why it's like $20 extra.
0: What's wrong with you? Come on. I'll cry. Come on. I'll get them done for you.
1: No. Come on. But Anyways. All All right.
0: The last one is tipping well. Covering meals for friends. Fresh fruit when it's not on sale. Yes, sir. I don't know how people... I mean, it. I was about to say, I don't know how people don't tip. And then I just remembered I used to not tip when I was a kid because I didn't yeah. have money to tip, you know? It's crazy
1: because like I tipped my halal guy the other day. I tipped him $2, right? Because he gave me two fire halal meals. Mm-hmm. And my mom got so mad at me. Really? She's like, you're not even supposed to tip or like if you do, just give one dollar. And like, I don't even blame her just because like she's used to not having money, extra money to just tip. Yeah. And also the frugalness that we grew up with, like it's not regular to just tip a lot of money, you know. Now yeah. it's like regular for us to tip like 20 percent, 15 percent, 25, whatever. But it's so like it's so weird, you know, it's so weird to them.
0: I remember this one time where I went to Ale House with like eight of my friends and all of us got like $10 worth of food. And I swear to God, not a single person tipped. And like everybody was like proud of it. And I own like, I'm not even kidding. I I had one single dollar in my pocket. That's all the money I had left. I
1: feel so bad and if I leave a restaurant without giving enough money
0: back. And And I left, I left that $1 for this man and it was at least like 100 100 plus dollars of food that he waited oh my god and that's all i had and i literally left the rest of my money and like i'll never forget that i felt just so shitty that day and Mm -hmm. and yeah so it's it's amazing that that we can we can freely tip now you know yeah whenever
1: such a a little privilege that we never thought about
0: yeah and like it's so fast it's so it's so nice giving like you know an uber eats driver like just like a 10 dollars bill or a 20 dollars yeah. bill or something like i i love it and whenever i have one on me like i always try to i always try to give it out so
1: yeah. so do you have any 10 second advice
0: ah uh, come on you can't just hit me with think that think about it
1: come on we know it's coming
0: don't be scared to look dumb true you know don't be scared to send a thousand cold emails to people
1: true
0: don't be scared to go up to somebody random on the street and tell them that you like their sweater.
1: Talk your shit. Cause this oh, is all just gonna.
0: This is all just gonna build your confidence. It's gonna that's make you better in the long term. You know, it's all these little like rejections and all these little like side eyes that just get you immune to it, and you recognize that that does nothing. You know, it's not as bad as right. you really think it is. And then right. like you know, I I went out with some like my with like one of my cousins who came down from Canada. And, like, I spent the whole night just complimenting people's sweaters. (laughs) That was my thing. I just complimented everybody's sweater. I I complimented this one guy's hat. And he said, thank you. And then I saw him again downstairs. And I was like, I still like your hat.
1: (laughs) his hat did not change
0: and and just you know like all these little like experiences just build your confidence and you'll be surprised to where it leads you a couple years down the line
1: yeah i think it's so common to live in fear and have fear control your life and i'm so bad at this i'm actually trying to get better but whenever i'm thinking something especially like compliments i want to compliment them but like something always stops me you know like what if they don't hear me like yesterday when i went with my friend to the city to go to the book signing my friend complimented someone on the street, like her pants or something, and the girl didn't hear her. So it's like embarrassing, right? But it's like who you gives say a it shit? again. But who gives a shit? That's yeah, the fun like, part. You're like, like yo, again. you hear me? Yeah, like literally today, I was in my Zoom class and I complimented my friend's background. I was like, oh, you got the same office background again, huh? <laughs> and no one heard me. There was four people in the in the group. No one heard me. I'm like, yo, you heard me? So I said it again. <laughs> and it like,
0: it gets to a po- it gets to a point where like you have fun with it. Like you just have yeah. fun complimenting people. Like yeah, I love like doing laughing. it. now. Even if you don't yeah, like I, it, you know. Even if you you're lying, just just say it to somebody. <laughs> like, and yo, it
1: makes their day so much better too. Exactly. So anyway, I hope you guys liked today. I hope you fellas liked our episode today. <laughs> I'm still you, trying my best to say guys. You
0: individuals liked our you podcast.
1: individuals like the podcast i hope you liked my new drop
0: she I dropped hope. and and i don't i mean i, I don't <laughs> i mean i mean <laughs> i mean i i'm not i'm not i'm not i mean i don't know but like somebody else might be dropping soon i don't know ooh,
1: ooh, oh 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 we <laughs> got a little stream discount sorry. promo I'm, code soon i'm sorry i'm sorry oh we're not ready <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you very much. Yeah, I hope y'all liked our episode. Please leave a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love them. We're five stars straight so far. Keep it up. We love it. Download our podcast on Spotify. Yeah, and actually write
1: a review because reading your reviews actually makes me feel like i'm doing something good yeah. in the world and it makes me feel like i found my calling no so listen if, reviews. If,
0: if you're listening right now like please like actually like we're not just saying this to say this like please leave us a review a review on apple Podcasts. we not only do we like that's our favorite thing to read but like it really does actually really help us
1: yeah and also like so many people reach out to us saying that we're their therapy session and that it helps their mindset and our podcast has helped them so much, and we're, we're so grateful for that. But can you imagine this podcast helping other people to yeah, so man. many different lengths and, like, just really being that South Asian representation that we've always wanted? So just leave that review. You don't even have to put your name. Just put a fake name and <laughs> tell your friends about <laughs> us.
0: Taco we Bell, Billy.
1: <laughs> Taco what?
0: <laughs> Taco Bell, Billy. Why
1: was that your first thought? Anyway, all
0: right. Thank, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.
1: We love you. I love this. Bye.